0: today let's talk self-love unworthiness and trauma and how trauma can affect your feeling or um, your belief around whether you're worthy or not and how it can affect your ability to really love yourself um yeah so trauma comes in so many forms it is so unique and fascinating and powerful and overwhelming it's a big subject um, and they're going to just kind of touch on it today and just share a little bit around um kind of shedding some light on what trauma could be for you and how it can affect your ability to love yourself and how can we move forward and bring more love into our lives so many of us are feeling quite disconnected. We have this inner critic inside that likes to put ourselves down often and beat ourselves up and tell us we're not good enough or we're not doing enough or we're not being enough or whatever it wants to to do. Um, and many of us don't really feel like we have trauma or a lot of it that really helps us to make sense of this like why am I like this why am I depressed why am I anxious why am I hating on myself why am I beating myself up why do I feel so down a lot of us don't feel like we really have a right to feel our feelings and for me on my journey it's it was quite interesting because I was depressed and anxious for a very long time and it never made any sense to me I was like I've had it pretty good I've always had a roof in my head I've been fed like my parents are still together I know they love me Um, And I was like, surely I should be okay. This doesn't make any sense. Why am I the kid in school that can't speak? And I'm looked at like I'm this weirdo because I freeze up anyone anytime someone says hello. But then everyone else just looks like they're absolutely fine. And inside I'm screaming. And it never made any sense to me. And then I started studying psychology in high school, trying to make some sense of it. I was like, if I understand, maybe I can fix me. Because obviously I'm broken and this has to be fixed. And so for a long time I was trying to fix something that I thought was broken and it took me a long time to realise I wasn't broken. I was hurting and I was aching to be seen. I was yelling out in all the ways that I knew for someone to see me and no one ever did. Not it, not what was really going on like deep in my being. And it was quite hurtful, it felt really alone I felt really um alone and disconnected and I didn't know what was going on and this kind of perfectionist in me stopped me or prevented me from reaching out to anyone because I didn't want anyone to know how broken I was or how much was wrong with me I didn't want them to think certain ways or to judge um, me for what I was feeling I didn't even understand, I didn't label it as depression or anxiety because I didn't even really know what those things were. I just knew that I was in pain and suffering deeply. Um, it took me until about three and a half years ago to actually really start to step into understanding. Um, my kind of healing, awakening, spiritual journey started more about eight years ago, but it was just I went kind of jumped into um, the law of attraction and trying to manifest a new life without really unraveling the life that I had co-created and the belief systems, the habits, the trauma, the feelings, I tried to really spiritually bypass my feelings because they were too painful and I didn't have that support system to help me go through that. And so when the spiritual bypassing wasn't working and the book wasn't working, I wasn't getting the high from spirituality, from my yoga, my meditation or whatever it was that I was using, I would go to partying and I would drink too much and party until early hours in the morning, night after night after night. And this went on for quite a while where I'd kind of jump in between the two. I'd come out of the party scene. I'd be like, yeah, I'm getting back into spirituality. It wouldn't work, I'd go back to partying. And then I'd come back and go back and back. Um, and I played this game for about five years until I stumbled into my first breathwork journey. And it was the first time that I actually felt something. And so what I noticed that even though a lot of my journey was full of these highs and these lows and these like pain and I was like depressed one moment and then I was like kind of partying and high on life, it was never really authentic it was never really me feeling what was true inside of me the the pain and the the desire and the passion that was like so stuck deep below all of this pain and because of all of these layers and this heaviness and all this stuff that was repressed and suppressed in my being I was never really able to love myself. I was never I never felt worthy or good enough or deserving and no matter how much I tried to prove myself, to get that external validation for someone else to tell me that I was good enough, and even if they did, I wouldn't believe them. But as I like, no matter what I did, nothing ever seemed to work, nothing ever seemed to stick. And it wasn't until I started to dive into the world of understanding trauma of learning how to feel and express and i remember my at the beginning of my breathwork journey about three and a half years ago i wasn't looking for i didn't know it existed so it was a meditation that i walked into and i was i had a very rude awakening <laughs> it ended quite euphorically and blissfully but i left that workshop very raw very open and vulnerable and all these emotions just flowing out and it was so overwhelming and i didn't have the support system in place To support me through that and so it actually went from that into going into some really dark places that i didn't know how to get out of and i did my breathwork practitioner training and same thing again i went really deep i had these huge releases and i was like whoa i this makes sense now i get why i've been depressed for so long and anxious and all of the things it just it all started to make sense." because I started to feel all this stuff that I was holding and carrying with me I'm like no wonder I've been so depressed I'm I'm tired I'm exhausted from holding all this stuff and yes I'm so like uh, (laughs) there's not even words to explain how I felt to release that weight that baggage but also in a way that I was embracing it I wasn't there to get rid of anything I wasn't there forcing it it was just me feeling and embracing it and through the embracing of my emotions and my feelings and validating myself I was able to liberate myself and that energy was released and I no longer was holding it down using all my energy to suppress it do you know how much energy it takes to hold energy in your body Energy is designed to move, let it be free. (laughs) It wants to be free, but it, it can be so scary, especially when there's so much stuff. It can feel like if I go into this, I don't think I'm gonna be able to get out. I don't think I'll survive this. And that's why having a support system, a coach, a mentor, a friend, someone to hold your hand when it gets real tough. When you're going into those deep layers, is there someone that can hold space for you? That can listen to you? Do you know how important and how powerful it is when you share, how healing that is? To do it alone, uh, it's, I don't think it's possible. Like for me, we are beings of connection. We thrive in community. We need others. And so when you have that support system, and in that year that I found Breathwork, I also found my partner, Liam, and he's been a massive support of that, being able to hold space for me to move through those, those layers and to finally have someone that met me when I was really struggling to use my voice and I barely said a word to him when we first started dating. Like I just went mute almost. And to, for the first time to have not, someone not judge me for that, I've had guys in the past that have run away or like left or like um because it's like, why aren't you talking to me? This is weird. You should just talk to me. Why don't you just tell me? And I'm like, I'm choking. Like I can't even get the words out to tell you that this is a freeze response because I don't even know why this is happening. And I go into such deep shame around it of like, there's obviously something wrong with me. They can see it. I can see it. And it took me going on this journey that has been really intense painful, challenging, but almost but all, the most liberating experience that I've ever had, to really finally be able to feel and feel fully the good and the bad, if you want to label them. And so I share that because I am someone that was brought up in a pretty good home and... It didn't make sense why I was feeling these things and why I wasn't able to love myself and why I wasn't able to create the life that I wanted because I didn't feel worthy of it. I didn't feel abundant. I didn't feel worthy of the amazing life that I was envisioning for years and years. I didn't feel worthy of the things on my vision board and, and all of that. And so this is really something like a a self-inquiry for you to to come into what am I holding inside? What emotion am I not allowing myself to feel? Because you'll find that when you start to give yourself permission to feel and when you start to validate yourself and your feelings, that's when you're going to liberate this energy and be able to come into deeper states of self-love. I really resonate and I've shared this um, many times. Uh, my, uh, one of my mentors, Gabor Mate, um, he shares around how trauma is not necessarily what happens to you, the external situation, but what happens inside of you. When something happens that disconnects you from your authenticity, that's trauma. It's what happens inside. It's the disconnection. So what happened to you that caused you to disconnect from yourself? Sometimes it's a big thing, um, like a big T trauma, something like a a car accident or, or an abuse, a sexual, physical, mental, emotional abuse. Maybe it happened once. Maybe it happened consistently. Maybe it's something that was said to you. Maybe it was something that wasn't intentional Something that someone said or the way that they acted made you feel something about yourself. You made it mean something about you. So that often with clients, I'll ask them, what did you make this mean about you? Often something happened or something was said and we made it mean that I'm not lovable, I'm not worthy. And then from that core wound, we've started to play it out over and over and over again in our subconscious creating more situations that validate that belief that we're unworthy, unlovable. So we've got to unravel these layers in order to get to that core. I usually talk about an onion. So we're kind of working on that surface layer of this onion and we're peeling layer by layer because sometimes we try to dive into the middle of the onion and burst it from the inside out. And that would be, that's really overwhelming. It can be really, um, it can be re-traumatizing. So we want to just take it step by step. We're not here to rush our healing. Let's just take it moment by moment. Let's honour you and let's have that as our act of self-love to not force this process, not try and control everything and push ourselves. Let's be compassionate in this. So I always talk about shedding those layers, layer by layer, giving yourself permission to feel, knowing that if you're feeling something, You have a right to feel it. You're feeling it for a reason. It's not just there just because. It's not there just because maybe you're weak or um, whatever the story is. It's there to be felt. And if you can feel it fully, it will release. You'll feel lighter. You'll feel more open, more receptive to life. And if you're open and receptive, you'll be able to feel more of that love and you'll be able to give more to your soul. And when we give to ourselves and we fill our cup up, we have so much more to give and share because it overflows. We're not giving from an empty cup. Mm. Let's just sit with that for a moment. Let's take a deep breath together. <laughs> In through the nose, sighing at the mouth. I get really passionate when I start talking about this stuff, so sometimes I can talk really fast and <laughs> um, yeah just love to, to share and now that I can use my voice I, I really love to use it um, <laughs> I still experience procrastination at times and and that fear does come up with the anxiety of like oh but um, once I just jump in I, I really love to share and to serve so the other thing I want to share around this topic of trauma self-love and worthiness is that sometimes Well, often it's coming from a place of protection. So if you're struggling to receive and you're struggling to feel love and worthiness and good, um, receive love not only from yourself but others, receive in the way of abundance or um, insights or when you're looking for answers or you're looking like, what's my purpose? What am I meant to do? We struggle to receive when we've got these barriers up. These barriers come from trauma and wounds as well. So if you were hurt or wounded or something, again, was said and you have this belief and you had to create these walls around your heart and yourself to protect yourself, those walls prevent yourself from receiving. So if something is coming at you, something that's really good, like an opportunity or love or kind words or a smile or anything that's going to light you up, it almost like bounces off that wall. kind of goes elsewhere and um, we don't even notice we're so closed off and we're so focused on what's going wrong in life or what we're not getting in life or how it's not working for us or or whatever we're focused on and we miss all these opportunities all this beautiful energy that wants to come into your being wants to come in to support your healing and your opening your softening so that's the other important part around doing the trauma work, doing the healing work, going into the shadows and really feeling the emotions and feeling emotions that are held in your body aren't all like quote-unquote negative. They aren't all grief and sadness and anger and pain. There's also joy, bliss, pleasure and good feelings that like waiting to be felt in there because you can't block out one without the other. So just know that that it took me a little bit to get there. It, was, it felt a little bit like Pandora's box for me. There was just so much stuff that I was holding in, but there was a point on my journey of this deep healing um, that all of a sudden I started to feel joy. And it, it came in quite subtly. So it wasn't like this going into like those intense highs and lows that we tend to jump from. It was kind of like I went deep. I went really into the depression that I wasn't allowing myself to feel and I really sat with it. And then I started to gently lift. It wasn't, I went from kind of boom, 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 like up really high and then down really low. I went like into a gradual, subtle rising up. And what was really amazing about this was I felt every moment of that rising up. It was so powerful. And I was like, this is different. Something has shifted. Something has transformed in me because this is like nothing I've ever felt before. And I felt myself rising. And I got to this place of balance, of neutrality, of ease. And this dark cloud lifted off me that had been on me for a very long time. And... After that, I started to feel like a deep sense of peace. Like I could I could meditate without even trying to meditate. I wasn't even labelling meditation. I wasn't, oh, I'm going to meditate now. My life became meditation. And this was happening in my pregnancy as well, which I'd love to share more about at another time. Um, yeah, and then this, I started to experience joy for the first time. And in that, I realized how much I was blocking myself from joy. After that, I started to feel self-love. It started to trickle in. It was a very gradual process. It was really the entirety of my pregnancy that this was happening. And as I came out the other side of my birth, I had some challenges um, for sure. Some healing post-birth. But it was probably after the fourth trimester that I felt like I really landed and the ability to love myself started to come through. I'm not going to say that it was just, oh, yep, I reached self-love and it was all like great and I never had to experience uh, the darkness again. Those things still come up. But when you love yourself, when you've got yourself, when you can support you, when you can be there for you and give yourself the permission to feel you don't get stuck in those deep dark holes and clouds and those times where you just can't get out of bed or you just want to binge watch Netflix like for months kind of thing like that's where I was for quite some time or reaching for the bottle in my case and and things like that like I didn't feel like I had to go down that path anymore I felt like you know what I'm feeling pretty shitty let me just be with this and sometimes it'll be a couple of hours a couple of days and Rarely it was longer than a couple of days. Sometimes when I was going really deep and it was quite a a deep healing process, it might go for about a week um, or a bit longer. But that compared to months and years, like, hallelujah, like, woo! (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it was just liberating. So I hope that you received from this call just to give a little bit of insight around the power of feeling your feelings, the power of going into those dark spaces that a lot of us are deeply afraid to go into. And a lot of us will resist doing the work. or We might kind of go into it and then run away. Oh, I've done that. That's done now. Tick the box. In my experience, there's always a deeper layer. But as you go through the journey, when you take it step by step, you build resilience, you build strength. You build the muscle to go that little bit deeper. That's why I say take it layer by layer, step by step. We're in no rush here. When we try to dive too like too deep, too quick, that's when we tend to run away and we go back to the coping mechanisms. So I want to invite you to come into self-inquiry, come into curiosity about what's being held. Can you give yourself permission to feel even just a little bit, again, one step at a time? When you feel maybe some anxiety or some overwhelm coming up, can you ask yourself, what am I really feeling here? Can I take a moment for me? And can that be your act of self-love today, every day for the next seven days or next 30 days? Can you just become curious about your experience? Let go of judging it or labeling it or making it mean something. If I'm feeling this, it means this about me. If I'm doing this, it means this about me. If I act in this way, it means this about me. When we make it mean something about ourselves, it really disconnects us from who we truly are. It can be really disempowering depending on what we're making it mean about ourselves. There's definitely some empowering ones in there, but can we, can we just start by bringing some awareness about to those beliefs that we have, to the emotions that are held in our body right now? And you'll find as you release these layers, as you give that time and presence, that space for yourself, you'll be able to untangle the beliefs that aren't serving you and shift into a new belief that does serve you. As always, thank you for being here. I so honour that you've taken the time to be here, to listen, what i have to share and I, I i trust that you received exactly what was needed at this time thank you for being here thank you for being you I'm sending you so much love